This is CliffCentral.com. She works hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. She works hard for the money. So you better treat her right. That's right. Here she is, Anthea Gardner. It's time for The Money Shot, which is brought to you this week by Easy Equities, who have a fantastic competition on the go, which you could participate in. You could sign up today and start investing. Start doing something positive and um, and growth-inducing with your money. I mean, investing is something Anthea has spoken about a million times. But this morning, uh, we have a special uh, competition on. There's 5,000 Rand up for grabs at the end of it for the person who manages to trade effectively during the next couple of weeks. And makes the highest return, right? That's right. Up that's until it. the middle of January. That's right. So if you want to know more, go to cliffcentral.com and you can find out all the uh, the other important info about uh, easy equities and how to invest with hashtag invest. We had a nice little one last week, didn't we? Well, you could start off by boasting. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going to let you do this, but what the hell. So Anthea said yesterday, uh, her hot tip was, Nuspash was looking very strong, and she said, I would buy some of that this morning. And the share opened 6% higher last week, so that was very exciting. Have you guys decided what shares you're buying? Uh, or do you not get to play? I don't get to play. Oh, no. And and in any case, you don't want my advice, because I've done nothing but give people shit advice for a whole year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so so generally, I must admit, the market last week started higher. You know, so Nasdaq was closed 4.5% higher, but the actual market closed 2% higher. And it really was all about the G20 and President Trump and President Xi Jinping shaking hands and agreeing that they weren't going to... Take this trade war any further And then on Tuesday Guess what happened They they took the trade war further Trump tweeted uh, The man (laughs) The market went crazy Last week the market was Like like the market was in shock (laughs) They didn't know what to do I mean he he has a new one right Make America rich again Uh Oh yeah. Oh, well, when you're great, what's the next thing you do? Rich. Become rich. rich. Yeah. And he's insisting that China and all the other trade partners buy more goods from the U.S., which I guess is true. But, you know, anyway. Right. Well, I'll own about him forever and I don't what, really what, want what, Give us a hot tip for this week. <laughs> oh, that, Putting you under pressure now. That, that is under pressure because there are hardly any results coming out. And we did have some great GDP numbers. And it is Christmas. So I would say one of the local shares, um, probably the retailers or the banks. I'm a particular, particular fan of um, First Rand. So there's no immediate catalyst like there was last week with um, the U.S. Sino trade war talks uh, or dampening. But I would say... Yeah, for the next couple of weeks. Retail. Retail, or even the local banks. Like, I, I really like First Rand, and they're doing a great job, so mm-hmm. that's, that's a All shame. All right, let's to see watch. how that goes. It, it seems also to be kind of the positive bellwether for the stock market, First Rand, as opposed to kind of negative. All right. Yeah, so last week, the market under a lot of pressure, and there was a lot of talk about what we call the inverted yield curve. And I do want to talk a little bit about that, because we hardly ever talk about bonds, and I love bonds. Because uh, So what it is, is if you lend someone money, they will pay you an interest rate, and in this case, the bonds are either governments or corporates, right? Mm-hmm. 
the normal yield curve, if you is basically a plot of time versus your return. So if I lend you money short term, I, let's say, can expect a return of, I don't know, what are the banks paying these days? Uh, six, six percent, yeah, yeah somewhere, somewhere around, there. around there. Okay, so that's let's call it for a year, right? If you, by the way, it's a lot better than you get for a, from a bank in the U.S. Oh, by far, and, I mean, <laughs> and in most of Europe. I mean, I think in the U.S., real interest rates must be flat or negative because mm-hmm. inflation is what three percent, something, and like you're getting paid two percent, so that's a negative return of one percent, basically. Right. So you're going to lose money effectively. Your spending power decreases. Okay, so back to the yield curve. So if I lend you. You meant money short term, you'll pay me, let's say, 6%. If mm-hmm. I lend it to you long term, I ex- because I'm taking more risk that you're um, on my return, um, I want a higher interest rate. So I should get, let's say, an 8 or a 9%. So the South African government bonds at the moment are the 10 years about 9%. Repo is 6.5%. So if you plotted it, really, it would be an upward slope, right? And that's a normal yield curve. Now, what happens when the yield curve inverts is that your longer-term interest rates decrease and your shorter-term interest rates, kind of, well, they pretty much stay the same, but you've got a negative slope. So the slope's going down. That's called an inver- inverted yield curve. Now, all that explanation, just to tell you that it is all drama in the stock market when the yield curve inverts, when it slopes downwards, because it's a sign that – Investors or traders are moving from equities into bonds. And the more long-term bonds you buy, the lower the yield, basically. So the higher the price, the lower the yield. And I'm not even going to bother getting into that. Just take my word for it. All right. Um, and so last week, the, the U.S. yield curve inverted and it is all panic. I mean, the investors are just running for the hills, basically. They're getting out of shares and getting into bonds. Normally, hate to say this, but it is a sign of recession when the yield curve inverts. And of course, when that happened last Uh-oh. week, everyone was screaming recession. Now, can I just tell you, let me give you an example here. This market, the one thing about the stock market, it always overreacts. In 2005, the US yield curve inverted and everyone was calling a recession. Of course, it only happened three years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, it is an indicator that there's a risk off trade that people are taking money away from risk and we call shares risky assets. Um, and that's all it is really. So we saw the market come down. Oof, I think one day it was down 3%. Another day it was down 2 So it was a horrible week so, last week. Uh, hang on, because I'm getting mixed signals here. I've, I've heard we're not in recession anymore because there was that 2.2% growth that everybody was all excited about just a few days ago. Yeah. Okay. So the U.S. yield curve. And then I'm hearing from you this, this could be the indicator of an early recession. (laughs) So the U.S. yield curve uh, is a sign of global recession. Mm -hmm. And if you drill down to South Africa, yes, we had our GDP numbers last week and we grew by 2.2% in the third quarter. So yes, we're out of recession, but that doesn't mean we can't go back into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, (laughs) uh, that's, that's kind of a, lots of mixed signals. Hmm. Welcome Thanks. to my world, actually. <laughs> yeah. You're not helping me here. I'm trying to understand, and you're, you're not helping. Um, I don't know what else to tell you other than South Africa grew a little bit last quarter, and, yeah, things are looking good. All right. All right. So we had the yield curve inverting last mm-hmm. week, which was the U.S. yield curve inverting, which is a problem. And then also we had Canada arrest the Huawei CFO and daughter of the founder, Meng Wangzhou. Um, for ah, my- Meng Wang Zhu. I yeah, knew yeah, someone yeah. was going to. T- 
<laughs> for violations of sanctions against Iran. Yeah. China is now demanding her release. Um, and the U.S. are saying no, but she violated trade sanctions. And so guess what? China-U.S. trade wars are back on the table. Oh, God. Uh, and, of course, what happens then is that the world gets nervous or investors and analysts and traders get nervous. And so they run away from equities again. So no surprise, really, that the yield curve inverted, quite frankly. Um, and I, th- I think that's a big one. And, you know, I mean, away from the market a little bit, there's a lot of talk about what's going to be the catalyst for World War Three. And every time something like this happens, I think investors just get nervous. And then, of course, the oil price falls because we think there won't be demand for oil. Um, people stop buying things, stop buying shares. So it's just it's kind of like this horrible negative merry-go-round at the moment. All right. Thanks, Andy. You're making us feel great. <laughs> Monday's hard enough, you know. Yeah. All right. Anything uh, Anything going on in that Steinhoff uh the, the Steinhoff anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> this is the great moment, everybody, where you get to celebrate for, for many South Africans losing a whole lot of your money if you were invested in Steinhoff. Okay, do you want to know how much money you lost? In April 2016. Yeah. yeah, go on, make us feel good. <laughs> April 2016, Steinhoff was a 95 Rand share. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Oh. Okay. Right. Well, I don't know about happy anniversary, no. but and then a year ago, um, on the fifth of December, it was a forty-five rand sixty-five rand share. The next day, it was a seventeen rand sixty-one rand share. It is ah. currently below two rand. Well <laughs> done, Marcus Yuster. Is he going to jail anytime soon? Everybody's asking that question. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm desperate to read Rob Rose's new book, um, because apparently it's kind of quite a telling saga of exactly what happened and who and what and how, because I think I, I still don't know, to be honest. And one of the reasons the share fell again last week, it was down, I want to say 21% at one stage last week on its anniversary. Yes. Because the company said that they were going to delay their 2017-2018 financial results again and that PwC still have not finished their forensic audit. Oh, they take a long time. So they, basically PwC are saying there's a lot more to this than we thought. So it's an app, it's, uh, it's horrible. It's an absolute mess. All right. I mean, it's such a difficult one, right? Because remember, I don't know if you do remember, more than a year ago, when all of the, when speculation started on this, I was going, Oh, but it's such a great growth company. They're always growing. They're showing us great numbers. But the one thing I didn't know was that this man was lying to us. Um, lying. Flat out lying. Oh, Anthea, it's the lying I find so difficult. <laughs> it's just so disappointing. <laughs> That's the stuff I can't quantify. I Don't know. make fun of me. All right. And then just, you want to quickly mention group five? Yeah, so Group 5 is an engineering company. They fell 40% on Thursday Mm. um, because they're working on a Ghanaian power plant. And the Ghanaian company, Kopane, says that they're going to sue them for $60 million. Good Lord. Because they haven't finished the power plant um, and they just moved away. Group 5, of course, are saying, well, actually, no, you said that everything was okay and so it was fine. We left it. Um, so I see a legal battle coming on here. And it's not like they're in the best sector 
of the economy either, right? It's not mm. like we're growing. No, construction's um, not great. There you go. That's it. Right. Um, and so that was the big thing. From now on, I think there's very little kind of company-specific news going to happen because, well, everyone's shutting down for holidays. All right. And then you, uh, you've given us a tip already, but we've just got to remind people if you want to join up with hashtag invest and, um, and day trade as it is, because this is the whole point of this little game that we're doing over the next few weeks. And before the end of January, you have the chance to pick a couple of stocks, see how much you can do in terms of making the best investments over the next few weeks. If you win, we'll throw in an extra. 5,000 Rand, I think it is. That's right, in one of our hashtag invest portfolios. So go ahead, and if you haven't done this before, remember you can get in for as little as, what, a couple of Rand? Well, you can actually get in for nothing, because if you go and log on, they will give you a demo account. Ah. um, And then, so you don't have to spend any of your money, and then trade, and then go in and win. So there we are. Of course, the smart thing to do would be to trade your own money and to make some money, but you don't have to. Yeah, because if you really do... Do well. You're going to kick yeah. yourself for not having done it for the, for the real. Yeah. Go. Well, go in and, and use their money. Um, that's easy equities. Go and find out more by going to cliffcentral.com and we'll put all the information up there for you. Thank you, Anthea. This is cliffcentral.com.